Candace party. Candace party. It's not a party, it's an intimate get-together. Candace party. Candace party. Don't call it that, it's just a get-together. Candace party. Candace party. Don't spill your drink. Don't drop your... Don't make the music in the house go Breaking news. Dentalism. Oh. Transcendentalism. Transcendentalism. Would you like to define that? No. For the audience? Can you use it in a sentence? I would not like to define transcendentalism. <laughs> Ooh, a loophole. Um, hi. Welcome hi. to... Ki Whoa. We decided Molly was doing it. <laughs> Did we? I was, sending yes. a I was sending a text. You asked the question. <laughs> and then I sent a text when the answer was given. Molly, would you like to do the intro for you our podcast? You know what? I guess I will. Hi, and welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get-together. We, I'm not. A, I'm not addressing any gap in time in these episodes. I won't do it. That's why we don't like you. Oh, that's why you don't like me. Yeah, that specifically. So you knew at age like nine. Yeah, I said Danny's I gonna like not this? address gaps in time. Well, we won't because you know why? Cartoons never age, and neither do our voices. Ryan sound youthful. Hi. So that's Ryan. Yeah, that's Ryan. I'm Molly. I sound the same. I'm the cute one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what? Why can't be the cute one? They don't know what we look like. We can we can redefine ourselves. This is a good chance. I think you're the only one looking to redefine yourself. Oh, you're you don't. So, you, like you're so tough. happy with the way you are. Ten minutes ago, you told me you were, we're thinking about going. We're one minute goth. into the podcast, and Ryan is already is whispering. This, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, redefine yourself, goth you boy. Were, you were fighting. We were fighting before, and then we're you just started recording halfway through the middle of that. That's good documentary <laughs> filmmaking. Did, did you see the Beatles documentary? Podcast. <laughs> this is no. This is like United ninety three. This is you're in the moment. You're you're in the situation. Do you remember see, United ninety three? We can't. I'm talk about to what be it's doing about. like super eight like <laughs> ooh okay so monsters yeah mm. it's so this time. is a podcast it's a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast do you kids know super eight well <laughs> it's funny to refer to that as an old uh, yeah movie. I know but it really <laughs> but it was. is now I was in eighth grade so since the seventh so twenty years ago excuse me <laughs> I'm already feeling old no need to do that to me well in about five years it'll be twenty years ago well a year ago um I'm not good at math that was not correct. I, for some reason, I thought 2008 was Super 8. I know why now. It's because of the number 8. It was 2010, mm. I think. Many years. Or maybe it was 2011. Yeah, 2011. This is really good podcasting. This is fantastic podcasting. Phineas and Ferb is for everyone. Yes. That is the mission statement of this Do podcast. Do you remember Django and Jay? Do you remember Django and Phineas and Ferb? Because he's, <laughs> he's not that not big. not that often. Um, no, but he's cool. He's, he's in He's, he's in pretzel. one of the episodes coming up. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. And here we set out to prove once and for all that Phineas and Ferb is not just for children, but for adults as well. That was Daniel opening a soda. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to have heard that. I think they would have. It was kind of loud. I'll tell you what, I'll um, ASMR into the microphone. I love the smoke that's coming out of this. A little bit of soda pop. Little Can bit you hear that fizz? Pop, pop, Probably fizz, not. fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. I'm, I'm a really good podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Alka-Seltzer. This podcast is brought to you by Alka-Seltzer. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, oh what, what a relief, relief it is. is. We're looking forward to cold and flu season this year. Well, cold and flu season's basically over. You son of a gun. Because that's how long it's been. That's anyway, how long it's been. That's I the way the cookie once, crumbles. Um, when I was in middle school, yeah. in our choir class, we had to sing a song called Cold and Fugue Season. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's set to one of Bach's many, many fugues about having a cold. Mm. And it... It just rocks, man. You know what rocks is there's a Daffy, the little Daffy Duck song that's set to, um, what is it? Not Rhapsody in Blue. What's the, um, 
ta 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 I wish I could remember what it's called. <laughs> well, that's in the Hall of the Mountain King. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, remember when Pete sings the song to that well, in Mickey's Three Musketeers? Yeah. Remember when Peter Laurie plays that? Oh, I can't, I'm say, I'm I can't a, say this. I'm um, a mean, rotten guy. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Oh, remember when his mom, he does his mom's voice? Yeah. At that stork delivery, mommy you said, when Paul, Who's me? Oh, you remember when Peter Laurie played that guy that like murders children? In like in the movie M, yeah. I thought you were gonna not talk about Peter Laurie. <laughs> I'm allowed to talk to. about Peter Laurie. We I just, just wasn't sure if it was the children murder. I think we're allowed to say the word murder. I just think we can't describe murders happening. This is a family friendly podcast, but the word murder is PG. I can't say what I was. About so to say. a you fair a fair uh, description of this podcast would be a family friendly podcast. A family friendly podcast that proves once and for all that Phineas and Ferb is for everyone, and will use a scientifically created bracket you to look determine. Really fun saying this with glasses. Danny's Thank wearing you. fake glasses. I'm wearing fake glasses right now. I sometimes wear blue light glasses when I because I'm. I, I'm a cartoonist. Danny's um, I... glasses, fake glasses, have really evolved over the years of doing this podcast. Real quick, why was your sentence more important than the rest of mine? Because... Everyone knows why people you wear just... blue glasses. Yeah. You parked in everyone. Blue glasses. Is blue I glasses said. are so like. First of all, the blue light glasses. I'm pretty sure they don't actually do anything. Correct. I and watched that's a video why about in how 2020. Fake. Everyone was wearing them, and now we're not. So I I used to wear them a lot for the computer because of my eye strain, but these are straight up cart like. Uh, costume glasses. These do nothing. I just found him on the table right before we started recording. <laughs> that is true. I got them so that right I could do it. I got them so I could Along do an Austin Powers string Halloween of pearls. Costume. Yeah, well, those are from I did a photo shoot. Not Sometimes a real I gun. do photo shoots. No, a toy gun. Toy gun. Um, anyway, so Molly, Danny was it's saying... A, it's a bracket. We do a bracket. We're going to figure out what the best quote from Phineas and Ferb is, what the best song from Phineas and Ferb is, and... It's all that ham! It's the best quote. Okay. I'm telling you now, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, apparently Ryan's decided what his big final vote for the bracket's going to be in something about ham. This goes all the way upstairs. So, oh my God. They this got is so incoherent. No, you, you can't complain while the podcast is happening. That's Save it till after. <laughs> no more talking over each other. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to talk so over you right now. Oh, really? You what? Yeah, I really am. Not about Nobody so over else. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll shut off your microphone. So... Molly, so here's the thing. I Molly, shut off. I've just shut off Molly and Ryan's mics. Danny, give me that thing. Both of their mics are connected to the same Danny, audio input. Tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn their sound back on. Oh yeah, that's good. Can we just describe the podcast? We might have gotten a new listener in the yeah. The it's new, a it's a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. It's we prove that Phineas and Ferb is for everyone. We have a scientifically created bracket. We're gonna find out what the best quote and song are. I think that all got across End really episode. clear. End episode overall. But here's the thing, fellas and one lady. Here's the thing. We don't. I think that the listeners. No. Like, like, do you know statistics about our listeners that we don't? It would be great if we had exactly one woman <laughs> listener. From uh, the only thing I ever saw about our listenership is we seem fine in terms of a nice mix. It doesn't. Yeah. I, you know, Phineas Does Verbis. It tell you that? Phineas Verbis for everyone. Yeah. On like, the graphics. You oh. can. Yeah. It's mostly so just. I don't have access to this stuff. Cool. Oi, go. So you pay for it. You figure out how the microphones work. Yeah. And you, you edit. The... No one's ever given anything. me a job to do with this. You... I would like to make that clear. You're the on-air talent. Now, if you'll excuse me. Well, yeah, that's a given. I was born to cheat and lie. I'm a mean, <laughs> rotten guy. Anyway. Feedy's <laughs> king of friends. <laughs> hey, why'd the music stop? 
That's a good movie. Why did music stop? We should have said that a lot. Why did music stop? We said that and who turned out the lights. That little ditty's starting to grow on me. Are they the same thing? No, one was from Oswald, but we said it the same way. At any rate, kids. I oh, think yeah. I think the way this show starts is that every week I ask the both of you a very adult, serious Phineas and Ferb question. Yes. Yes. Um, and this is, this is I think, my best one I've ever come up with. I needed something special because it's been a while since we did an episode, but we won't address the gap. Here's the thing. This is my best question ever. Which Phineas and Ferb character has broken the most of the Ten Commandments? So, you know, one of them, one of them might just be, to be clear, I don't think, I could maybe name like six of the Ten Commandments off the dome. I think I could get all ten. I, oh, I bet you could, Miss Tales. But <laughs> that's what, you remember when you won that beauty pageant and you were Miss Tales for a year? Obviously. Until your duties were not fulfilled and they replaced you with the runner-up? I don't like to talk about it. I was born to cheat and lie. I'm a mean, rotten guy. So who do we think it can be, you know, like, let's... This is an example. One of them can have broken like five of the lesser ones. Like one of them mm-hmm. might not honor thy mother and father or keep the Sabbath holy mm-hmm. and might be coveting their neighbor's goods, but they would win because they have more than a murderer, which is one commandment one, on the same footing. Oh, so we're right? talking sheer number. Sheer numbers game, but not who's the worst. if they break the like same win- commandment multiple times? Doesn't matter, it's a numbers game. But you game. just said... If it's a numbers game, is it like a weighted numbers game? Because you just said it's not it's no. the big one. It's no, 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 no. It's not the big one. It's not the big one. It's just it's a pure who's broken the most oh, commandments. Okay, well, let's go listening. through them then. Ryan, start us off. The first one is I am oh, the Lord yes. your God, right? Yeah, I'm trying to pull up a list. All of them have so many ads. You'll have no God before <laughs> me. The only character we know is remotely observant of any God. Is <laughs> is Isabella Garcia Shapiro? Right, because she's Jewish. She's, oh, she's Mexican. I was thinking Candace praying because she the prays noise. to this. Yeah, <laughs> in the, uh, in in the episode, so Candace is breaking. She has the mysterious force. Yeah, that is a god, false a god. A mysterious force, disembodied reggae space voice. One would argue is one as well. But he's not. But really he's not worshipped. a god. He's not worshipped. Candace prays I to mean, the mysterious force and builds an altar to it, as does Stacy. So the two of them are breaking. Stacy, that's they're at one. I don't. know I would argue that. Baljeet does belong to the Hindu faith, but that is his god. He's playing by his own commandments. He's playing by his own rules. I think we can't penal. We, we can't penalize him for no. belonging to a different religion. Well, but you, I think in, in terms of the Ten Commandments, though, as they are very right, uh, you know, they are very strict. I think they would see that as breaking that first commandment. Yes, but well, I, almost don't, want to, so. I almost don't want to encourage sort of, that. Yeah, I don't know what sort of strict constructionist I, view that you have of No, the but that is, no, I think that, that is literally true. No, it, it, it is. I thought you were pulling up a list here. Yeah, what are this the Ten Commandments? Okay. It's just on the reporter time. Okay, so, so, with something that says, <laughs> an ad that says throat phlegm, your body's trying to tell you something. That you're sick? <laughs> Yeah. Like, that is golden. Do you think it's like, wrong that it's golden fuchs season? We just want to sing this happy fuke for you, but I can't stop sneezing and sneezing. I remember and when you performed that. Is coughing and wheezing. Yeah. Um, that was okay. pretty, I, yeah. <laughs> it kind of it kind of goes nuts towards the I middle. W- I won't sing guys. the Daffy Okay, Duck so one. is the first one, the first one is I am the Lord your God? Um, it's, no, yeah. You shall not have uh, false gods before Second? me. Second? Thou shall not make unto thee any graven images. I don't remember no, that one. It, it, it's usually phrased another way. Is that um, these laws are very important? Um, There's another graven false images. idols. I think. Yes, oh, false, false idols. idols. Okay. Well, that's oh, well, mysterious force. But 
No, because I think it's making, um, like, Linda just asked Mrs. Oh. Garcia Shapiro to make totem poles in the episode we watched. Okay. So, so Linda, Linda and Mrs. Garcia one. Shapiro conspired okay. to create a graven image. I guess Stacy building the altar to the mysterious force yes. is graven images. Candace praying to the mysterious force literally in this episode right. is, well, not this episode, the in, other in episode. episode. Next episode, yeah. Um, so, Okay. So okay. we're we're get, we're making a good headway. Next let's one, let's name in vain. speed round. But, yeah, speed but, round. We got to get to the okay, episode. So yeah, Lord's name in vain. I don't think anyone. I don't, does think, that. I don't think anyone's ever said "Oh my God" because no. it's a kids' show. Um, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. So it's Phineas summer vacation. and Ferb are breaking have... that every single week, but that's still only one. We don't know what they do on Saturdays and Sundays. It, it, so there's 104 days. They've got to make the most of every day. They but are not relaxing. You know, it's not like the Sunday. Simpsons well, where we see them go to church. You're right. It's they they do not relax any day of the week. That's fair. We know that about them. So every week, but that's still only one for Phineas and Ferb. Honor your mother and father. I would argue that Phineas and Ferb are withholding, but they're not doing it deliberately. Yeah, that's the thing about them. They never. But they're also not really including them in a lot of their projects. You know what? You know who it is? You know who's breaking this commandment is, of course, uh, Vanessa Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, that she's is true. She is not honoring her that, father. That emo little bitty. Do we ever... Well, Doofenshmirtz isn't. They were always so displeased with him. You know, he's but, not... No, he tried his best. To honor them. He was trying, but he was I think they're just bad parents. Unless he was mean to the ocelots that raised him. We don't know a lot about the way he treated Gary. What do you call a small ocelot? An ocelittle. I like that. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Daddy. Not else, original. Their parents. Well, Buford certainly isn't because he did name his fish after his mother. Yes, so Buford. Buford honoring. loves his mommy. Yes, I named the Biff after my mother. Um, what's next? Yeah, the big boy. Thou shalt not kill. Has any? We I, we've talked about this in a previous episode. If any yeah. of them have ever killed. And well, we concluded that Doofenshmirtz must have accidentally killed someone with the ball of tinfoil. And then we yeah. also said, right in um, th those those people die in the the Phineas and Ferb movie. Um, they Which get crushed. People? Oh, I don't recall. In the in the, in the Candace against the universe, remember there was a death count. We we on our bingo board, we had somebody dies. Sure, oh, you you are right. I don't remember who. I don't remember what fell on I who, but somebody so, definitely. Yes. Died. I believe you. See, uh, sure. Oot. So what's what's next? Thou yeah. shalt not commit adultery. I we don't. That's not why Doofenshmirtz got divorced, as far as we know. But. That alternate universe, Doofenshmirtz and Charlene are pretending not to be married, but they are still married, which isn't adultery. It's just confusing. I don't think any I don't of think them. Anyone has. I think adultery is a little bit beyond too the adult. scope of this show. Yeah, um, I think people are worried about it sometimes. Like Candace is definitely paranoid sometimes about, about Jeremy Dee Dee, and somebody else. Jeremy's Dee Swedish Dee, cousin. But they weren't even really dating at that point no. yet. Yeah. So, um, thou shall not steal, um, Buford. I feel like I feel like we've seen. It's definitely stolen some lunch money like, or something. Yeah, I feel like we've seen stealing. He steals their bikes, and then he gives them all back on the longest day yes. of the year. So Buford's breaking that one. Doofenshmirtz definitely steals. He just stole that van we saw. He is a thief. He is a thief, yes. Yeah. Um, a lot of these are solved in this one episode. Yeah. That yeah. These are these are sinful cartoons. Um, thou shall not bear false witness. Lying. Ooh, mm. that's interesting because Phineas and Ferb never lie. All they do is tell. But I'm sure. But they've told mm. lies to sneak into things or like. Candace be, has told told lies. I'm sure she was just pretending to be Morty Williams. Candace is a liar. <laughs> she she to did be bear Morty false Williams. witness by being. And uh, but I think this Phineas and Ferb is definitely batch of episodes. This is an X-rated episode of Phineas and Ferb. I'd argue most people, most of them have lied at some point in the show, at least for like a grander surprise or something. Oh, Doofenshmirtz you know? is a lie. Doofenshmirtz, your birthday—that's all a lie. lie. Doofenshmirtz has made Perry pretend to be his pet 
on a date. And lying to a date is really kind of... So I think definitely kitty? say we're at a tie between Candace and Doof right now. But yeah. Candace might be might be pulling it. Candace might be the most might sinful, but that, right. it's like Tony Soprano. That's why you're so fascinated yeah. okay, by okay, her. Okay. Yeah. This is the big one? The big one. Okay. Sides murder. You shall not covet. You shall not be... You should not want something someone else has. Okay, you this is but, but there's neighbor's two. Goods. We've got neighbor's good and neighbor's wife, right? So um, we'll, we'll do both of those yeah, at once. This one kind of just gathered into one from this list. Candace to Jeremy is not anyone else's wife. He's not taken, but she does like covet him as the neighbor boy. She does covet him when she thinks that he's with Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, I would say Isabella is coveting Phineas. Phineas, and he's but taken by he's his not work. Taken. Well, but he's married to the job. Yeah, like a like a. Cop. I can't think of an episode where someone is trying to like win someone over from someone else. Um, running from love in a bear suit. Running from love in a bear suit. But she's she's merely coveting Buford. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, there's something with Belgique. Well, he asks for a kiss for Christmas. He asks for a kiss for Christmas. And, and there's, then, oh, his his platonic female friend platonic yeah, but who he thinks wants anyone. to go on a date. That's true. I don't think any married... Oh, you know what? Maybe if we may speculate. Mm -hmm. we. I mean, listen, we all know that Lawrence is a smooth guy and he might have wined and dined Linda away from her first husband mm. or her first husband. Her, yeah. I'm glad we don't know why he's out of the picture. I like that. It makes it very universal. Pretty sure he's dead. It, he might be dead. He might just be like- It's my own personal. It might be like Halloween H2O where there's just one, you know, just like, oh, he, he was a bad guy. Might be the Immaculate Conception. Real Jesus. Uh, well, Jesus she would have had you. to have two because she's the biological oh. mother of Candace and Phineas. Correct. And Ferb's her adopted child. Correct. Yeah, I I am I'm saying she's out doing the Mother Mary. Okay, well that's sinful in and of itself. It I is. See that um, this is a very religious one. Um, I don't really think there's anyone coveting thy neighbor's wife. Thy neighbor's goods, though. Did I we think get through all ten? Because sure. Doof definitely covets yeah. all of thy neighbor's goods. He wants what Roger has. Sure. All of the time. Your Molly, that is a perfect point. I didn't even think that of it. is his brother, true. the mayor. <laughs> Doofenshmirtz's his brother, the mayor. They're all saying it. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think that, Doof that and Candace. That was all 10. Doof and Candace, Doof and Candace are really are up, up there. there. Sinful. I'm glad we have this Sinful little, people. X-rated. I would like to address something before we get into today's um, episode. Oh, um, sure. Since we have been away and the gap of time that Danny will not allow us to address, um, some very exciting news has come out. Oh, yeah. They're making more Phineas they and They're making more Phineas and Ferb. So, I mean, we... In some ways, I'd love to say our campaign was successful, but we did not actually campaign for more Phineas and Ferb. We did campaign for more Milo's, Milo Murphy's Law. Mm. So, Which is the one show of Dan Poppenmeyer's they didn't bring back. They right. More Hamster and Gretel, more Phineas and Ferb. So, I, so I know in some ways, we failed, actually. We might have failed at our one task. At our one ta but that might be because of the time gap. But it's, it feels okay. They, but also they knew we were campaigning about something. They couldn't remember what. And like that was our bad guys. We dropped the ball. Yeah. But like I think they're gonna make the cameo at least. If we don't get more oh, Milo Murphy's they definitely law, have to make a they cameo. are definitely Weird, making a cameo. If nothing else, Weird Al's been doing a lot of uh, voice acting lately. Um, I did not particularly enjoy several aspects of the uh, adult animated series Velma. But number one, I think the art for the show is really beautiful. I think it's really nicely designed and storyboarded and it looks really cool. And then number two, um, some of the voice acting on the show is really good. Glenn Howard is really good as Fred. And then Weird Al just plays like kind of random characters every couple episodes. There's one where he's just not like Scooby. No, he's well, Scooby's not in the show. He's not Scooby. Scooby's not in the show. But Weird Al will just be like a is band he kid. Make a cameo? 
is Scooby gonna make Scooby's a gonna come back from business law. I've been away. I can't yeah. do Scooby Doo. Do you want to try to do Scooby Doo real quick? I can't do Scooby. Scooby don't. Scooby don't. Mm. Scooby did, but he don't anymore. Let's right. Scooby not and say we Scooby did. <laughs> Ryan wins the little tete-a-tete. Touche! I yell as I plummet to my doom. All right. Anyway, to shreds you say. To shreds you say. How's his wife? To, to shreds, shreds you say. say. Futurama's um, also coming back. Futurama is also coming for back. another twenty episodes, which did I believe we is the get same. Bender or no? Not yet. We did. We did. Yeah. Which good for him for holding out. Um, in the end, I don't think they gave him more money, but he he called attention to the issue. So it's not you know good for him. They I all deserve to be paid a bunch of, of money. Bender and R two D two today, and I really liked it. Were you looking at a tattoo to shreds, shop? You say. No, to shreds you say. Came up on Facebook. Oh anyway. dear! To shreds you. Say. Okay. That joke is in like the second episode. That's, That's a, such a good. That episode also has the joke of because um, a robot would have to be crazy to want to be a folk singer. All right, listen. Today's, today's episode, episode. Yeah, this isn't about Futurama. Yeah. This is about Phineas and Ferb. Today's episode is called Phineas and Ferb Get Busted. It's a landmark episode of the series. Absolute yeah, classic. Now, when you start off right away, you might be like, "Wait, which episode is this?" Because busting. Pretty important part of the series, folks. Yeah. But then you think about it, and you already know. It kind of gets lost in the sauce, but at the same time, it's the very essence of the oregano. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. He tried. Um, yeah, so classic episode. Who wants to give us a quick plot summary? So basically, oh boy, <laughs> stepping up to the plate. Yeah, that was a good volunteer. You go for um, it. <clears throat> big swing and a mess. Big swing and a miss. Big swing and a miss. <laughs> Let's see what it is, folks. What so, happens? Today we see Phineas and Ferb doing their regular thing, making some crazy contraption. That is the flying car of the future today. And Molly, what is it doing? It is pulling a bit to the right. And it is. Look at that, folks. But today there's a twist. When Candace drags her mom home from a fishing trip, she takes her into the backyard and she sits her down and she says, Mom... I'm kindly going to ask you to look to your right. And she does. And she what, Molly? She sees it. Yes, she does. And Phineas and Ferb? Boy, did they get busted. Let me tell you, folks. They are sent on a bus to a penitentiary, which turns out to be a bus. (laughs) (laughs) Which turns out to be a bus to the Smile Away camp, where... Boot camp. Reformatory. Reformatory. It's a military school. Yeah. So it's a military school, basically. And Baljeet's there. Baljeet is there. By choice. Because why, Molly? Because he's a nerd. Sure. (laughs) Because the B plot's a little thin without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then everyone realizes, hey, our lives are looking a little bit dull without good old Finny and Furby. Well, you got to start speeding up. Just get to the end. And then they try to break them out. And it was all a dream. It was all Candace's dream. And then it was actually all Perry's dream. Doobie doobie doo-ah. Agent P. All right. Well, good episode, guys. Uh, good good job. Good job. Peace out. So um, let's talk about it. Let's talk, about, let's talk it. about it. I think this episode, this felt like a landmark when it aired. This it felt like a big such deal. a big deal. This so was this is, disrupting the system. It was disrupting it. the system. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I mean, this is one of those full half hour ones. We don't get to, we get one, one big episode. Mm-hmm. Way more of these in season one than I thought. This yeah. was the avatar of its day. It's almost half and half. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, With like, full-length yeah. episodes and 11 minutes. It is quite su- surprising. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. But it's a great like episode. It's super classic. 
I remember the first time it was the plot twist of it being a dream. And then when we found out that it was actually Perry's dream, like, you went, plot no, twist cinema. in this. I said, M. Night Shyamalan must have worked on you this went, episode. This saved cinema. This saved cinema. Like Tom Cruise like Tom screaming Cruise. at an extra. This saved cinema. So, yeah. to, just to top us off um, from the beginning, I'm going to just point out our side characters that we have in this episode that we are keeping oh, track Molly. of. That We've Molly's keeping track of. Mrs. Garcia Shapiro, a classic. Balji, Lawrence, Stacy, and our good old boy Jeremy. Uh-huh. Um, You're going to get tired of logging Jeremy. Yeah. Just calling that. Just I feel like if you try to write down every time Jeremy's in an episode. Well, then he might win. It's like write down every time Mo is in an episode win. of The Simpsons. It, but it's not. But it's not. Okay. Okay, Isabella is like writing down every time Moe was in The Simpsons. Okay, it's a lot. Jeepers, this is, I don't like the side of you that brought out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Total um, eclipse of the heart. So what do you guys, got, what do you guys want to say? Well, Ryan, why don't you start out with the, with the bops we got in this one? So this one has songs galore. Songs galore. So we have The Good Life, which is the title of the one where Candace is enjoying her life. She's yes. doing a lot of horseback riding. Riding a lot of horses, huh? A lot of horses. A lot of horseback riding. Are we recording? <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? That's oh. what Candace does when oh, she enjoys yes. her time. When she enjoys her time after Phineas and Ferb are sent away oh, to the smiling boy. performatorium. What is wrong with you? <laughs> the moratorium. The moratorium. The the, the, Mormons, Irma, the Irma Lerman Merman murders. Set the Irma Lerman Merman murders. Turn the birds where they the uh, world of a terror the girl, girls. she would the world were demur. Kawawa. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Barbara Walters. So, Walters. so what else? Bob, we, Bob, what Bob, other Bob. songs we got? Um, so we have The Good Life. My comment on that, forgettable. Yeah, forgettable. It, there's not much Especially to that. Especially with the juxtaposition between all of the other songs. The absolute yeah. classic that is. No, not there yet. Okay. Next, I have funky rhythms in the bathroom, as it Not is referred to. But, but you, you remember but it, it. You could do it in your head. <laughs> no, no, that, that was, was ain't got rhythm. That, was ain't got, that rhythm. was ain't got rhythm. But so we have that one. There's no words. I just have it listed because it was there. There are no words. Then, Laura <sighs> Dickinson, baby. We are going to slow it down and mm. let everyone. We're going really in their feelings. Oh, I was doing like a DJ. Like, I'm going to slow it down. Oh, I was doing. My baby. My baby. Spider-Man. My baby. Do you want to hear my Kylo Ren impression? Yeah. Yeah. Works the girl. No, it's good. I'm going to need to. I'm going to need one more take and I'm going to need a little bit more forward. Works the girl. Thank you. Give me the map to Skywalker. No, I need a click. I need another click oh, sorry, between. Yeah. You're a Palpatine. Thank you. Thank you. Does he have an end click? Like it's a walkie-talkie? Or no? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> I think it's funny that he's like pressing a button like he's the talking on The stormtroopers do that. If you When yeah. you watch Star Wars, yeah. they all go, nice to see you. I almost did it in the voice. It's kind of it's kind of nice. It's like punctuation. Thank you. <laughs> you want to get lunch after <laughs> Um, um, it's like so when you're the, talking the to your boyfriend in prison. Oh yeah, in the Empire, little brothers. We get the sweet, smooth voice of Laura Dickinson. Laura, Laura Dickinson. Dickinson. Dickens. Yeah. I can't say it for some reason right now. Sorry. Laura Dickinson literally looks you in the eye 
And she tears out your heart and shows it to you. Just with this the song. amazing lyrics of Little Brothers, because you're, you're younger, younger we're, we're related, related and, and you're your boys. And your yeah. boys. Kelly, uh, Kelly Who, I believe is how you pronounce it. H U? Yeah. yeah. Hugh. Uh, she, uh, of course, is the speaking voice of Stacy. Laura Dickinson provides the singing for Stacy. Laura Dickinson, also a, a common uh, backup vocalist on the show. And, and EGOT winner. And, our, and the we, disco miniature golfing queen. The, the best. The disco miniature golfing queen. I don't want to tip the bracket for when we get to it, but disco miniature golfing queen is going to go right to the top. This I, obviously, bracket is on one a point s- of this podcast. straight slant to the top. It's like, a straight slant to disco miniature golfing queen. So what's crazy is a year ago, we were really obsessed with disco miniature golfing queen and um then we it were never subsided <laughs> it never subsided we were supposed to perform disco miniature golfing queen in a show and then we never did and um biggest regret of my life yeah, it's really? the biggest hole in my heart yeah and i've got many ulcers so um, those should be in your tummy i just think little what? brothers <laughs> lyrically is such a good song it's like just, it's some of the best lyrics i pointed out to you that it of course follows Stephen Sondheim, the late great Stephen Sondheim. It follows his rule for good songwriting. It's it's part of the story. It's expressive, and uh, some of the rhymes are spelled differently because, of course, um, even uh, when you make too much noise, it rhymes with boys. Noise and boys rhyme, but they're spelled differently. And, and Stephen Sondheim always said those were the best rhymes. They are because they're unexpected. You you don't they expect sneak that. up on you. It's a real boggle, Knife you know, like when you when you don't expect something else to come to come up. Exactly, exactly. It's like at the end of a, a Halloween movie when Michael Myers pops up one last time. One last time. I, one used last to, uh, time. I bet brothers. you thought you saw the last of me. Yeah, baby. It's me. Mike Myers. As a as an oldest sister, as an older sister, Little Brothers is always one of the most meaningful songs to me in Phineas and Ferb. Um, it was the song that was supposed to play when um, you you guys came up to light a candle at my sweet sixteen. Yeah. You... Um, but the songs all got messed up because whatever the first song that was so supposed it played to play, apple didn't. bottom jeans. No, it <laughs> just played for someone that wasn't my brother, and uh, it was hilarious. Grandma, come up here. You will always Literally. be my little Literally. brothers, cause you're younger. We're related, and you're boys. Good job, guys. Ryan, you're kind of bumming me out. Ryan, well, can you bring it's it up? So interesting that you say that. Um, I have a note under here as as because these are progressing through the episode. Yeah, I have under this that Morty Williams is the new Hulk Hogan and 100% would beat Jake Paul in a fight. And then under that, I have in quotes Mortimania. So after this, we it? have. <laughs> so after this, we have. I'm sorry. What is? I think I hear something. Do you guys hear that? I hear it. That's a clanking sound. No. How many gosh darn songs are in it's this the one? Boppler. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is the Boppler. And let me tell you, chains on me, guys. Right, guys. Are we just still saying bop? Guys? No, mm, not really. That's how much time's gone by. We're, we're not going to talk bop. about how long it's been, though. <laughs> but the Boppler, let me tell you, chains on me. Ugh. Top tier song. Immediately, I can confirm. Yeah. Let's confirm. Let's do you want to? Let's hear what the audience thinks. I want to drink a water, boss. Drink a water, drink boss. Drink a water, boss. Drink a water, boss. It's Thank one you. of the most fun songs to sing. Like you think when you're you hear Evil Boys, you're like, this has got to be the best. And then like Evil this Boys comes up, and you're like, God, it's that's, all it's, so it's, good. That's just Sophie's choice. It's yeah. something about 
when Dan Palmemeyer does that, that gravelly oh, voice. They won't let us dance, old fag that gone, cause they say imagination is morally wrong. Danny does a pretty good, yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I can you do drink a water bottle again? Drink a water bottle. Thank oh. you. I need I a love... soundbite of that so I can have it on oh. my like, oh. switchboard. Ryan wants a little switchboard with funny sounds. He wants explosions. I um, want a toot. Probably a toot. No, I don't a want a squirrel toot. Breaking toot, wind? toot dirty. Is this squirrel freaking wind? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. I want that one. I want. Yeah, an air horn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Typical like, you know, uh, explosion. Gunshot. Explosion. Just a quick. Pff, like... The sound of the Grinch <laughs> chewing on glass. Oh. Today, Ryan watched a video where someone broke some glass, and he went, "I just want to eat it." <laughs> I mean, he didn't say it like that. But, but no, he, he pretty much eat it. Just want to get a mouthful of that no, glass. No, it was more pain. I went, God, I want to eat it. And I turned away. Because yeah. <laughs> you were ashamed of your desire. No, I just couldn't bear to look at it longer without just nomping on it. Mm. Uh, kids. But yes, chains on me. Any youthful listeners, uh, don't chew glass. All right, your parents should have taught you that. But if we have to be the ones to teach you, we'll do it. Don't chew glass. Danny has to legally say that. And that's do. coming from our legal department. Yeah. Um, because... Creative acts are imitatable and dangerous. Bring a water balls. As we uh, learned in this episode. That's right. Anyway, uh, so this uh, but, this episode yeah. is obviously... Oh, sorry. Song. Oh, I was just going to say... Was that it? Um, I have... Just because as I was um, doing research for this episode, I came across that um, the Phineas and Ferb wiki does have... Um, the corn dog jingle as a song listed in oh, the episode. Corn dog, corn, corn dog, dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. We yeah. technically do sing that a lot. We do, but I we've been singing it wrong. We've been going corn yep. dog, corn, corn dog, dog, yummy, 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 yummy corn, corn dog. dog. We have been. I noticed that as well. So, any listeners, if you can, if you want to confirm this Mandela effect for us, <laughs> yes, please, please post it to Reddit with your full address. Please um, don't do that. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to say about this episode? I haven't got any notes there. I have oh, some Terry stuff. Williams is the new Hulk Hogan. I got some stuff. I think to we say. should expand on that. I think this is obviously a disgusting Ayn Rand esque rant. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Are you screaming X rated again? <laughs> I trying to do that. I don't. S. I don't. Children, first of all, shouldn't understand that reference because movies are not rated X anymore. <laughs> For movie, what used to be rated X is now, of course, NC-17. Um, uh, it just meant... Has there been a popular, like, NC-17 movie? No. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um... They won't let us dance. No, but anyway, this is obviously an Ayn Rand objectivist. Oh, the, the government's trying to shackle us creative types. No regulations. All this laissez-faire capitalism. No, obviously you shouldn't restrict a child's creativity. It's, uh, it's obviously bad. It's sick. <laughs> um, I just think it's... I just think that if you, if you were to try to sit down... If you were to sit down and, like, draw it... If you were to grasp at straws, you could try to make that comparison. But I think Phineas and Ferb are such positive, inclusive yeah. people that you wouldn't have much to go on. That's are, I'm going to beg a question here. Please, beg Please it. Beg. Please, <laughs> beg it. Um, were, I'm going to eat some Megan justified strips. in sending them? Because uh, no. I, no. They were, they were wearing helmets. They made it very clear. It's they did destroy the house. It's extremely eight. dangerous. They did destroy 
Yes. The like, so, entire left I, portion of the house. I have a couple house. of points on this very idea. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they go in two directions. One, I don't think it was justified for one act to be sent to a reformatory school. Yeah. Well, she um, found out they've been doing this every single day. Yeah, but, like, that just means you're a bad parent and you might need parenting classes or something. That doesn't mean you should be punishing That's, your children. I mean, that is true. Mm-hmm. And clearly, they are not being challenged enough and uh, they should maybe be in some kind of special school Listen, or something. Listen, I don't think that they were justified. I was just playing no, devil's no. advocate. So, but going off of this is mm-hmm. my realization watching the episode as an adult um, that there were signs the whole time that this was a dream because yeah. Phineas and Ferb never make something that falls like and breaks. So That's the fact that there was true. a loose screw, I'm like, Ferb would never make that I'd mistake. like to quickly talk about we should go through this. Like, Candace's psychology influencing yeah. the dream. First of all, yes, please. It's I think it speaks volumes about on some level she she knows that busting them would not be a good thing. On some level, yeah. she... Because in the dream, all it leads to is unhappiness and that she would miss her brothers. Yeah. So we see the conflict within Candace's soul. We do. Based on the fact that in her fantasy of winning, it still ends poorly for her. Secondly, w- the thing the mom says when they finally... When Linda finally sees this, she says something to the effect of like, well, Candace, you're the greatest daughter on earth. And I finally realized that. Candace yeah. doesn't feel recognized because, of course, her brothers are very special and, mm-hmm. and magical people. And maybe she's insecure on some level and thinks she doesn't get enough recognition. Well, right? definitely. And I think that like that's one of those hints at that this is a dream is that, that if Linda... It feel, well, the horseback riding, definitely. But it if Linda really did realize this, like we can, I think, totally tell that that's so out of Linda's character to react in yeah. that overdramatic way I don't think way she'd like yell that. at them. Enough. I don't think she'd yell at them, but I really don't think that she would be like, oh my God, Candace, you're the greatest daughter ever. Like, well, yeah, she would be so different. I do believe that she is mocking her behind her back to her friends. And well, I do we, believe, well, we that know that confirmed. she does have a journal for stand-up comedy. In Perry's dream. In Perry's But dream. I believe that the fact that that element recurs to both means that it's real. But it would actually all be in Perry's That head. is true. So all of this that, is Perry's So this dream. is really all Perry's oh, psychology okay. about Candace. So this might be, so that's Molly, a great point. she's crazy. Because so much of this episode plays into, it feels like it's from you know, if Candace imagines these things, it's like, oh, I might end up hurting my brothers by busting them, mm-hmm. and maybe I shouldn't because it will be bad, and, you know, mom should appreciate me more. And then finally, the element I was going to say is that maybe on some level, Candace wants to bust them because she is actually worried that it will go badly someday, because only in her dream does something fail. Really, maybe Perry, Perry, Perry might be the one who's actually He's thinking all these things. the protective one. And so, again, going off of some of those things that don't make sense and why it's a dream, like, no one would ever just leave that hole in their house like that and continue to live like that and hang out in the room so that's a sign even the way jeremy appears is very like in a dream when somebody just pops up but thinking about this whole thing from perry's thing it's so rare that you ever have a dream that's not like you're not a character in it like it's not from your perspective he seems to have this sort of bird's eye view a platypus eye view of it all it's it's quite interesting there was a couple of times that i I noticed throughout the episode um that a, a couple of things were it felt like a sign, like, you know... Th- they felt jimmied. Th- they felt jimmied. Um, <laughs> jimmied, squiggled, and loose. A couple of things I wanted to, to just comment on randomly. Um, the, the totem pole carving um, that she suggests to Mrs. Garcia Shapiro, random and hilarious. Um, I think that the whole invisible helmet head system thing, a great bit. Uh, yeah. talk back. Yes, yes, we've many talked times. many times about why um, you know Disney says that they had to have helmets um, mm-hmm. on the kids when performing and seatbelts and yeah, every dangerous car stunts. Scene, yeah. And what a clever 
way to get around animating that. Yeah. And a great hilarious bit. I love seeing Candace pull the helmets out of the toolbox for me. Like, yeah. that's, that's fantastic. Um, I wanted to say that it's very odd that there is a character in the show who's a caricature of Geraldo Rivera, mm -hmm. is voiced by Geraldo Rivera, who at the time was kind of a trashy journalist and is now a super trashy yeah, journalist. Super. Like Republican, Republican hardcore, right leaning, yeah. whatever. Like, like a guy who is now like a Fox News guy at the time was just sort of not disreputable, but not so. But he was he was a very investigative reportery type of trash. Yes, he is the kind of guy who would like go into a wind up on Geraldo. You know, somebody would say something like, "Yeah, sure." Like a guy who he'd go yeah, into I like think they would say exactly the most that. the most infamous one is that he did like a live broadcast, like live. We're gonna open Al Capone's vault, yeah. and they opened it, and there was nothing in it. Live with Geraldo. So it was just a, a live TV show I where you watched the guy. I would have gagged, honey. Yeah, but what? <laughs> Why did you say that like Frasier? <laughs> I would have gagged, Niles. Niles, I would it's have serving. Gagged, honey. <laughs> Frasier, um, it's serving. Anyway, go on. <laughs> it's saving what it needs to give. Well, quite random. Can, can you do Roz saying period with a T on the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm sorry if you guys don't listen to or don't watch Frasier. I have to muster it up. Hold on. Wait until you hear Ryan and I's Frasier podcast. Uh -huh. Okay, ready? Period. No, it's too nasally. Wait, it's, don't, no, don't worry uh -huh. about it. We'll just, we, uh -huh. This is a boring bit. Okay. So anyway, uh, Wait, oh, our I was Frasier... Gonna, I thought you were going to go through as many times as you need. <laughs> you thought I was going to give you more time <laughs> to do Frasier... <laughs> Frasier jokes on the Phineas and Fur podcast. Yes. Do you have any idea? You don't know what this means to me. I'm, we'll have our this own. This is going to be my big break. Ryan and I are going to have. Period. I'm a star. Right. We're going to have Please, our own Frasier. We're going to have our own Frasier podcast, but it's not going to be about the show. We're just going to do bits where we do bad Frasier impressions. Yeah. Good God, Niles. Period. Um. That was that was good. That was Perry Gilpin. Okay. Is she in the room? That was good. Thank you. So Geraldo Rivera. Sorry, go on. That was the last phrase. You could have as much time as you need. <laughs> Take as much time as you need. Um, okay. Geraldo Rivera. Really random reference, like for this time. It still, must have like. been. He must have still been relevant. But I don't like not to children, and thus proving again that Phineas and Ferb is not just for children. Well, sure, but, but Geraldo Rivera is a very like. Um, they have a mock Doctor Phil later on. They do with um, Doctor Feelgood, yeah. right? Whatever it is. Dr. Feelgood. I can't do that. <laughs> Y'all are on TikTok be. calling um, me daddy. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Morning um, Williams, though, is such an iconic character. I just love that He's name. He's the new Hulk Hogan, There's no reason why that name should sound so great, but it does. Um, it was crazy because when we were playing it in the theater, the crowd erupted chanting more to Amania. And oh, my I God. Was what is this? Why is he? Why do you it think he's Hulk Hogan? Insatiable. I don't know. This is gibberish. <laughs> um, I wanted to uh, point out another element of why I thought this must be a dream. Um, because Linda claims when they, sh the boys say that you gave us permission to, uh, you know, modify the car, and she pulls their toy car out of her pocket and says, "I thought you meant your toy car." And I'm like, "How are they going to modify it while it was in your pocket?" Um, I, uh, that Linda. Explain that. Maybe we they want answers. More on that. Thus proving Molly, you were so close. His name is Doctor Feelbetter. Oh, I was so close. Doctor Feelgood felt in, too, in, too. Well, Doctor Feelgood is a phrase, but um, um, 
I think this episode in general, I love when this one of the things I love about Phineas and Ferb is getting yeah. to see all of the creative like gadgets that exist. Like yeah. even though Phineas and Ferb didn't design the reformatory, it's like um there's just so many creative things in there that like the people that make the show put in, like the yeah. conveyor belt that they have to shave all the kids' heads. Like why? Who thinks of that? Side note: a conveyor belt. Look, a conveyor belt is not a mystical invention. No, but to have like to no, make you're, it you're, with you're just shaving like the head, it pushes people forward. It goes along. It the just big conveys. Loop. It's just a belt for conveying. You know what I mean? Everyone looks terrible with the buzz cut. I do not. We like need to that talk about something. Yeah, Baljeet. Baljeet's Baljeet. summer wig. Baljeet's Store at room temperature. temperature. Baljeet. Is, I'm going to start calling every bald person I know Do you think that the Baljeet? whole episode was based around somebody thought of the joke Baljeet? No, but I do want to say very quickly, Malik no. Pancholi, one of our great living actors, the Gosh. voice of Baljeet, he doesn't sound anything like that. No. It, that, is, that voice is such a put on. Obviously, he's doing an Indian accent, but he, the way his falsetto is so- say, like, how does it- it's so pleasing. Clear. It's not. It's, Crystal. If I try to make my voice remotely that high, it goes right into like Mickey Mouse. And he just has like an upper register that I, I don't have access to. I'm, I'm very impressed by it. And he's always given good line readings. We've talked about this before. He fully speaks every line in whistle tones. You, you can Mariah run. Carey just had a heart attack. You can died. Run, but it won't be to the college of your choice, I tell you. It will you. not be to the college I of your did what I had to do to survive. He just, he's always killing it. And I also wanted to shout out. He's always out, killing those flies and I did. hiding inside of their bodies. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a tauntaun. He did what he had to do to survive. Yeah. I, I also want to shout out, of course, uh, guest star Clancy Brown, who will appear later. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays that supervillain that replaces Doofenshmirtz, the Destructinator. The Destructor. Yeah. Destructor, yeah. Uh, I added a Nader because that's in a lot of... The Destructor. Yeah. So he also plays that character. He, of course, uh, the voice of Mr. Krabs, Lex Luthor in Superman, the animated series, and a billion other things. He's super cool. He's in a bunch of live action movies as well. He's going to be in the next John Wick. Um, He's the prison guard in Shawshank Redemption. He's great. He's just the greatest. I think he's a really good voice actor. He's really funny in this episode. Uh, A lot of Mm -hmm. of singing little songs to himself. A lot of la, 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 la. Anyway... I like him. He, he's just great in this episode. The design of that character, mm-hmm. the uh, the the teacher at the military school, it looks very much like a Dan Pavenmeyer drawing. Obviously, everyone on the show looks like a Dan Pavenmeyer drawing. But specifically, if you look at like when Dan Pavenmeyer will post a little post-it note doodle, yeah. there's something about the way he does like characters kind of have a big like mono brow without actual oh, eyebrows on yeah. them. Like the weird brow. brow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just very distinctive it's of his art. Protruding orbital bones. It- <laughs> flapping around in the wind. Okay, Tim gun to make it work two large orbital bones just flopping around at the wind that's right make it work i felt like this episode had a lot of good examples of like phineas and fur visual gags um like i really love puppets the puppets but like the boxes that they put Phineas and Ferb into, like just the fact that Ferb is so tall that they like cut yeah. the hole in the top of his box. Like there's a lot of little things like that that um, you know, it's just it's just beautiful. It's yeah. just beautiful. They do ten out of ten every time. Yeah. I really enjoyed this episode. I think again, this feels like a landmark episode of the show. This is one that I remember as a kid, the little Disney Channel promos that'll be like, you know, this week on Phineas and Ferb, and then it would be like I, I'm finally busting you boys. And, you know, like, this is a very yeah. sellable premise. Well, I remember, like, the preview for this being yeah. like, oh, my like God, they're going to bust thing. Phineas and Ferb, and they're getting sent away. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It also always makes me think of um, the episode, not the episode, like, the special um, of the Fairly Odd Parents. Oh. No. Do you remember that? 
Which special? Burp, no. Phineas and Burp. What? 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 What is this? I don't know. Oh, the spot, the difference. The spot, the difference. They it would they did the lawn gnome episode because I remember yes. one of the changes was they changed the colors of oh the. Oh my god! Gnome. They also yes. changed the um. They did uh, where Candace is learning to parallel park because they changed the color of the garbage cans. They yes. did a few episodes. Yes, they did. Um, god. Th- that was like when they did those pop ups. Yeah, we sat yeah. down and tried to write down all the differences. I, I remember, remember physically trying to do that. I remember having nightmares that night. I'm Whoa. Not- <laughs> Aww. I was terrified. I remember. And I could not tell you why, but I was terrified at the notion of something in one of those episodes it, changing. I, I, like it, I'm, I don't know why. I just remember being scared because I, I was like we're gonna have five to, or six at the time. <laughs> Maybe they changed it so that one of them dies. We're going to yeah, have to like, what, go through and look Phineas at some of those, what those changes were. I feel like we need to find a good That's on the Phineas and Ferb wiki. I yeah, I remember us later on doing yeah. that and finding them all, but I think that'd be But nice I remember you, when we watched it live, though. Molly was like, because they... Maybe I remember Molly. Will you Hitler let me finish the sentence? Listen, did Molly rule over us with an iron fist as children? Of course, but she's the oldest. She's the oldest. That's what I do. Yeah, and unlike Phineas and Ferb, Ryan and I just sort of go along with it. They do. What were you going to say you remember me doing? I remember Molly fretting over the name Queen Wahini of the Beach because she thought for sure that would be different <laughs> when they aired it the second time. <laughs> she was, I just remember her saying, like, just remember that name because that seems like such an easy thing to change because it's a complicated word. Like, I all that is I all I no remember. Memory Molly, of this, but that's like, hilarious. I believe we watched it on the TV in Ryan's bedroom because Ryan had the biggest bedroom. He did, and oh I had God. nightmares that night when you guys left. <laughs> that I'm was literally not even kidding. That was we also watched the <gasps> rerun of High School Musical. It had just premiered, yes. and then the next night they were no. like encore of High School Musical. We were, I, I think we might have been. Ooh, were we in Mom's room? No, no, that's when we watched the original High premiere. School. We watched oh. it in my, and then the the encore the next night. It was well, you know, there's always <gasps> the pop ups. Oh, I love the no, pop ups. I was in Mom. Mom's room. We were watching it there because we 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 were trying to spot Miley Cyrus in those capri pants as she jumps into the pool. Well, oh yeah, that was when you cameo. could vote on like the, the you supposedly could vote on what was going to happen in High School Musical yeah. too. And it was like, what sure. sandwich is Troy going to make um, for Gabriella? What? Oh man, which Disney they Channel star is going to cameo in the end? And we believed it. Choke, oh mama. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I think there's a mistake on the Phineas and Ferb wiki. I know this is a very nerdy thing to bring up, but I was just checking the credits for this. Push up your glasses, fake boy. No, let me just let me just double check. No, on the Phineas and Ferb wiki, they credit Jeff Bennett as the voice of the talking zebra. It's obviously Jeff Goldblum. No, it's obviously Dee Bradley Baker who's the voice of Perry. Obviously, is it? I'm it. I'm fairly certain it's him every time. The talking zebra that I'm just as confused as you are, Kevin. Well, I mean, I'm fairly certain that's Dee Bradley Baker, who's the voice of Perry. Um, I'm like pretty sure Jeff Bennett is the voice of Johnny Bravo, and he is in episodes of Phineas and Ferb. I'm just fairly certain Dee Bradley Baker does the zebra. But maybe but he doesn't maybe. in this one because it's a dream. Perry's him. in this one. No, I, Perry's, yeah, Dee Bradley Baker's in almost every episode of the show because whether or not he plays a new character, they still have to pay, pay him for the Perry sound. Yeah, but they so probably they didn't dungeons. necessarily get him back in the booth. Sure. No, I'm just set, why would they get Jeff Bennett, who doesn't play any other character in this episode, and then not credit him in the credits? Instead of having the guy do who we always know they does, credit him in the credits? E- even on the Phineas and Ferb wiki, it says Jeff Bennett is uncredited as the voice of the talking zebra. This is so bizarre. I'm, I believe it is just a mistake. Well, if anyone else has any further information about this, let us know. But I'm willing Danny to put my stamp on this. We will pay thousand dollars to the name say of. Things like that. We will. We will flirt with the idea, largely and very promiscuously, of giving you ten thousand dollars 
for the information to the arrest of whoever made this mistake on the Phineas and Ferb. I um I I had a question for you guys. Um, yes, dear. So when we find out that this was Perry's dream, well, it's right before we find out it's Perry's dream. Yeah. And the um, agents all come in and they're like taking the family away. They have um, the acronym SSN on them. What does that? What Social that security number. Next that, question. That's, that's what I thought. No. When when do they have it on them? When, when the, the agents that come in and take the family. Oh, like, their I little think, patch says SSN. Uh, I thought it said SWAT. No. It said SSN. Really? That's yeah. fascinating. I was trying to think of what that could be because, like, they're Alka, and I'm like, well, it's not that. But I noticed, like, Major Monogram has the MM on his jacket there. And so then I was like, SSN, like, Secret Service Nazis. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't think they're Secret Service Nazis. No, I think she's on to something here. Can you expand on that, please? I don't know, but then no. I was like, is that a sign? This is a family dream? program. But then what was even odder is that when they... Um, he's a platypus, not an otter. Um, no, but There's when they went into Phineas's room at the end and we see, like, Perry wake up and it was a dream, uh, one, I was like, interesting that they have the life raft as a bed because I'm like... like do, you always have that. I know. I'm like, do Linda and Lawrence just like totally get them, or like, like I, I just, I would love to. Know I always thought it was like a race bed. car bed, and it's just shaped, shaped that like, way. Yeah, I love it. But then I noticed on the dresser there was um, a handgun. No, there was the initials E N M L, and I just thought that that was okay, interesting. So there, yeah, their shirts. I'm sorry, like, I pulled I up the episode. Their shirts do say S S N N. An N. Yeah, two N's, two S's. They're... So, like, secrets... Well, let's think about it. They're the relocation people. No, no, sorry. It's three S's and one N, so it's S-S-S-N. S-S-S-N. Yeah, S-S-S-N. I wonder what that stands for. Molly, that's a great catch. I just... N, N, My brain just filled in that it was... My brain just filled in that it was... Well, they probably can't actually say SWAT or something. Maybe. S-S-S-N. Like, I'm trying to think of when, like, they actually give Perry the new family and stuff. I'm like, what... Do they give a name to that? Like, I don't know. I, I was just, I so caught my sorry, eye. sorry, sir. New network. Secret agent, secret identity, secret family. What do they call them? Like, cover family, host family. They, host yeah, family. they always say that. I don't, I, 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 it might just be nothing. Security breach. I don't know. Maybe Somebody they just weren't out. allowed to write SWAT. Security service, selfless Nazis. I don't know. The Stop going to Nazis. Nazi. That's Molly. You're being can absurd. I, can you go on the record and say you can only ever think of Nazis? <laughs> All I can think of is Nazis. As this well. is, I believe you're a very. I apologize. This can is. Can you a ch- please go into this more? This is a family show, and I don't think we should discuss. I don't the think Third we should Reich. erase the. I'm not saying we're going to erase history. As proud Jewish Americans, we have to stand up and say that sometimes we think of the word Nazi. But we cannot glorify. Sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs> Maybe this is why you had nightmares after that episode. Yeah, because they turned into a Nazi. Um, okay, well. So, yeah, that, no, and then, like I it. said, the initials on the dresser, E-N-M-L. I know sometimes, like, when people are animating things, they'll, like, put like, their, own, their own stuff in there. I immediately thought of enamel when I read that. I don't know. I don't know why it's there. Um, well, because sometimes you have to put in enamel. Oh, okay, like, evidently. Okay. Sorry, I just know because I was going to talk about um, do yours. Making. I'm going to I'm going to well, get you know, my tangent you have to put correct. Put a varnish over over a, a table, um, kind of like this one that I'm caressing. Enamel, today. yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, or it could be um, ending never my Materializes. life. What do, you, what do you got, Danny? What you got? Um, according to the Phineas and Ferb wiki, it stands for Super Secret Spy Network. That makes sense. Which that, is a that, team of right there. R. 
dumb. Idiots. Idiots. Well, uh, no, stupid, I don't. I don't. Stupid. Spy. I couldn't think of the S word. Spy. Oh God, Danny. Dang it. Danny, disconnect the microphone. Danny, where is my rabbit? Danny, revoke our audio again. Wait, so you wanna, we're, we're gonna. What, what, no, now, where is no, that under that you read that? It's just fade into the background. Molly. Was that a Reddit or was that a wiki? This is on the Phineas and Verb wiki. I can read you what it says. There are a group yes, of heavily armed soldiers under Alka jurisdiction. They function as the paramilitary unit. Um. Yada yada yada. So apparently they also appear in Shea Platypus, which we'll get to pretty soon. Um, the building where Doctor Feelbetter's show is recorded is also called SSSN, but that's that is seems there, unrelated. That's, that's an actual network, though, right? That's the. Is so what if that's actually not... on TV? Or because it's all for the spies, isn't it? Between but um, if it was on the super yeah. secret spy network. Maybe they only get access to that. Maybe it's a special cable subscription. Yeah, the super super secret spy network. Um, I do have two quick points that I want to make um, that are, I think, going to be relevant later. Um, I, I, I noticed yeah. that, um, again, in this, obviously, I feel like it's a statement that like the people of the show are trying to make, along with the whole helmet thing, that they say like creative acts are imitatable and dangerous. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's like a thing that that's the thing they tend to of. say to um, in animation. They no imitatable violence mm. is a very specific term that gets used by like standards and practices people. So like that's why you can drop a, an anvil on someone because no kid has an anvil. That mm. sounds but, like a challenge to me. <laughs> but well, there's. Have you ever? I've shown you the Cartoon Network bumper. It might have been. For Cartoon Network Japan, for Destroy, Build, Destroy, Andrew WK. No, it was Destroy, Build, Destroy. No, obviously it's for Tower Prep. No, uh, there was a Cartoon oh, Network I promo ate in the that. Up. Oh yeah, Tower Prep. Yeah, you were a you were a Ben Ooh, Ten was... Tower Prep kid. That one where they were at a museum and they solved mysteries. That one where they're out in the woods and that girl that can uh, copy people's she can copy people's handwritings. She <laughs> she learns that she can copy their voices too. So anyway, uh, it's a Cartoon Network promo where it's just very realistic, like normal, boring looking footage of someone in an apartment building slowly pushing an anvil off of their balcony. And then you just hear and then the little text that comes up that says it's funny in a cartoon, not in real life. It's like an old Uh, Looney Tunes promo. Um, Yeah, anyway, it it was like um, those those posters that hang up in science classes where it's like. Karen didn't wear her goggles. Yeah. Now she doesn't need to, and it's her yeah, with like with her one blind, of the like the blind sticks. canes, yeah, blind canes. I, I believe that's the uh, the technical. Well, term. Was the sticks was better, um, but yeah. So I wanted to point that out because um, I did notice a very similar phrase brought up in the next episode, and then um, they also. Uh, where was my other one? Oh, so they have a camel lamp in the living room. Oh, um, yeah, which is quite interesting. Um, I believe which it's an again. Antique. I well, I was like they are antiquers, so I was like, oh, like that is something funny you'd see in an antique shop. But um, and I'll, I'll save the reveal for our next episode. But what we've been noticing through this rewatch and seeing things in production order is that like you can tell like the little chunks of time where like either similar people were writing the episodes or like similar thoughts were in everyone's heads because there's always like a couple episodes that were made together. You notice some like repeated jokes or like jokes almost like that went with jokes from other episodes. And I feel like this camel lamp and this imitatable ax thing is one of them. Um, So stay tuned. Folks, I also that camel lamp is important later. It, it definitely is, and so I also just had a little disclaimer um, in case anyone actually besides me cares about keeping track of the side characters. In the final count, I will not be counting anyone that appears during the little brothers photo montage because um, I that that would be everyone, and I'm not counting it. So thank okay. you. 
Thanks. Uh, so I, I feel pretty good. I feel like we talked about everything. I got my Geraldo Rivera and my Clancy Brown notes out of the way. Um, I got my Hulk Hogan and um, Morty Mania. Morty Mania. So you want to uh, reveal the uh, quotes for this episode? Do I have to? No. Yeah. Listen, there's some good ones. Buddy. Uh, in case I didn't mention it, the 90th time uh, we're making a bracket of all the quotes we like. Here, here are just a few. You were the hits from this uh, classic. The hits. Oh, I got to say I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm on the edge of my seat, I am. Okay. My couch uh, cushions are so unevenly worn. So uh, this episode, the the quotes we like from this one are, um, I thought it had more of a freeform jazz vibe. I'm going to burp real quick. That was that's... one of the quotes? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Of course. Well, it was funny. You know, the first time you ever heard that. You know, like 20 years ago. <laughs> Why is Morty Williams running off with our children? That is one of my favorite lines. And of course, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, 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 yummy. All right. Well, that's there's only those uh, three for this one. Um, I uh, bald jeet is really funny. I can't believe the flying car of the future today is pulling a bit to the right. It it's too it's too wordy. I don't walk around what, saying no, that. not. Baljeet summer wig store that's, at room temperature. N- no, that's but I mean that's listen, if we can't write down every good one. I feel like that we say the flying car of the future today is pulling a bit, bit to the right a lot. It's at least referenced. Do a you want to do you want to add that to the I, list? I want to add that. Would to you the like list. to officially, Ryan, do you second her motion? I don't, actually. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well, it's your your the the time time not even the reprise when Candace says it in the car. Especially not that one. All right. I'm gonna say we don't add it to oh, the wait, list. Oh, wait, I did have one. Um, more note that I just remembered. Yes, Your Honor. Ashley Tisdale's voice acting in this episode is an extra level of phenomenal. I I, I write that down every episode. It's like, every constantly she's stepping she up the game every time. She is really really phenomenal. Like even our mom like cackled from the other room just at something. I think just at like a noise she made. I don't even remember what yeah. it was. But I just and I noticed that. Even like way before I noticed it again in the episode, I was just like, she's just really on today. Like that day she was in the booth, she was really feeling it. I was just, I mean, she's always great, like you said. That's why every episode, we named this after just her. Just specifically this episode, I was, I was like, she's just a phenomenal voice actress. She is. She really is. Um, sorry. No, yeah. she's incredible. Like, and yeah. she is in every episode. Yeah. And she's so expressive. It's she, I, that was the thing. I was like, yeah. I just don't understand how someone can be that expressive in their voice. Like it's. Yeah. It starts so in the the second it starts when she's praying to the god. Yeah, like, like she's she like, really oh. she gives it all every time. Everyone on the show so is so excited great. to have her back. Everyone on the uh, show is great. Back. But I do, I do think it's remarkable that if you look at this on its face, it's like well she's cast in the show because she's the like Disney Channel star of the moment. Yeah, you know, no. kind of like they. I mean, yes. Yes, but, that's, but, why, that's why. That's why. I'm just so saying good. everyone is really good. There are like weird choices, like Richard O'Brien, who's the guy who wrote and starred in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, that's a weird. It's not like he does voiceover work. It's not like he's in a bunch. It's not like Mark Hamill, where it's like, oh, that guy's in cartoons a lot. It's just a weird oh, pull. It's well, it's like but Caroline it's Rhea, yeah. too. Like, she's so good, but I. Like, why why they specifically got her at this point in time, I don't know, yeah. but it was 100% the correct choice. Yeah, like and so like Mitchell Musso and Ashley Tisdale, you're like, well, they're Disney Channel sense. stars. But she's so incredible in her role that it couldn't, like it couldn't I be anyone else. Yeah, and it's just, she ha- also has just such a unique voice yeah. where it literally is. It's her voice, yeah. but yet like she's she doesn't play, like Maddie's crazy on The Sweet Life of yeah. Zach and Cody, but even still, she's not like that level of crazy. The like, way she yells, ma, ma! 
like it's, she has this growl to her, but yeah. it's also so clear, but also yeah. so high pitched. It's like it's, almost so good that when you're like, I know it's Dan Pavenmeyer singing Evil Boys, but like I, I could believe it was her. She's that talented. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's the Ashley Tisdale corner. And Are we so, all good? Yeah. Fine? Okay, we're over. So uh, please, you know, reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts on this. Oh episode. yeah. Hey, look, us... it's been a year since we've had uh, any episodes or checked the email, but a guy named uh, Eli Bailey wrote in with a very nice fan letter. Just really, really kind stuff. Um, so shout out to that guy. I don't let remember us, if we read that on the last let episode. Let us know uh, where they us, can all find send, us. Yeah, send us an email yeah. at CandicePartyPodcast at gmail.com. That's CandicePartyPodcast at gmail.com. If people are still tweeting, you know, we're we're still on Twitter. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping to, to start TikToking soon. What? Um, Ryan and I talked about this without that's, Danny. But, that's um, absurd. Just, you know. What are you going to um, put on there? Like clips from the episode. We'll talk. We'll talk we'll about talk it later. About it. Um, but you know, like you know, tell us what tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Can Let believe, us know. Uh, can you believe these two? What your fave uh, parts of the episode are, and don't I, forget, I as always, hashtag you got for Laura. You got for um, Laura. It is award season, baby. So are you guys done? Let's go. Can yeah, let's leave. All right. Thank you, everyone. Ready? I Ready? gotta go to the bus soon, guys. Yeah, I'm. I'm in sixth grade. Yeah. Three, Eight. two. Are you a bus? Are you one of those like safety monitors? Yeah, I wear the the, the, the sash. Belt. Yeah, yeah. The okay. Sash. Don't even Ready? talk about Miss it. America. Three, Three two, two, one. Candace party, party out. Peace. Together. I to the N to the T I M A T E. Get together. That's right. It's not a party.